Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here. Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I am here with Original Sin, and we are here with another roller derby skill training episode. It is probably the one that you have been waiting for the most, which is the ever-coveted Apex Jumps. Everyone wants to fly. Everyone wants to fly through the air and score the points and land majestically. But how the hell do you get there? And the reason that we started doing this series is because we here at Crash Course really believe that when you have the right fundamental training, the movements on the track become a lot easier. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about what kind of cross training can you be doing off the track that's going to then make you better at your training on the track. So for those of you that are not sure what an apex jump is, it is a skill that basically what's happening is a skater is cutting the inside of the track by jumping over it. It's like finding the magical little shortcut through the forest that lands you at the gingerbread house. Yes. But minus the witch that's going to like try to burn you and eat you or whatever. Does the witch try to eat the children? Yeah. In Hansel and Gretel? I don't know why that made me think of Hansel and Gretel. You think it would be more like a leprechaun thing, right? You're going to jump in a rainbow and land in a pot of points. Golden yep. points. Yeah. But either way, they're fucking awesome, is what we're trying to say. So this movement has, you know, there's like, it looks graceful and magical, but there definitely are specific pieces to it, right? There's the approach. So be, in the initial piece of this is really... the critical thing is the amount of velocity that you're going to have in the air. So if your approach is right, you're going to have enough movement throughout the air to like get your momentum to get you to the other side. Okay. So this is sort of broken down into like a drive phrase and a prep phrase. Okay. So the, the drive piece of this is a sprint of maybe two to four steps, right? Pushes to accelerate your speed because you're about to jump that mofo. And it's probably not your maximum speed, depending on, you know, the scale of your jump and also the safety of doing this stuff, right? You don't just want to, like, jump through the air and then annihilate everyone, right? So the direction of your final drive is going to determine how big a chunk of the apex you intend to jump over. And it's also going to play a part in the success of your jump. So if you, you know, are trying to cut more of the apex and you have more speed, obviously you're going to be pointing and cutting over more of that apex versus just maybe a little hop. So the next piece of this is going to be the takeoff, which is really maintaining your speed with your legs loaded, okay, and you're jumping as long as you can. Basically forward at like a 45-ish degree angle, 
If you're just trying to jump up, you're not going to get distance. So you, you're thinking more of like a, a big bounding leap into the air, okay? So you need a lot of balance in order to get a powerful leap off the ground. The next piece of this is the flight. This is your majestic trip through the air, right? So as you, as you lift off, you're going you're gonna to really keep your core in. You're going to swing your leading knee, the one that you take off with, off in your right, and your opposite arm upward. So keep the rest of your body at basically like an upright position. Okay, you're using your arms in the air for balance. So don't lean too far forwards or too far back or you're going to eat shit. So at the, at the max height, though, you want to pull your arms down and crunch in your core. So essentially, we're jumping, we're leaping, we're extending out, and then we're crunching in, right? So you're using your upper body and your core to keep your lower body up in the air. Okay, and from there, you're prepping yourself for landing. So you're aiming to land with your right skate shortly followed by your left. Okay, so what this does is it's going to allow you to have less stress on your joints versus crashing down on both your feet simultaneously. It's also a better, you know, for sports, for scoring points and stuff that you get that first skate to land inbounds so that you can have that score. Okay, so as you land, though, the key piece here is you want to finish low. So almost like you're sitting in a chair, right? So as you come down, you want to be absorbing the shock as you're sitting down into that, that squatting type position. But don't fall backwards, otherwise you're going to land on your butt and it's going to suck. Okay, so allow your body to relax on landing, keeping the landing soft, but be careful not to, to knee yourself in the face by just totally flopping over. <laughs> so it's a fine balance. Right. And so I think that a big piece of, of, of apex jumps in general is just repetition, repetition, repetition. If you want to get good at these suckers, the best way to do it is, is practicing these with not a lot of people on the track, really practicing and mastering the art of that, the approach to take off the flight and the landing so that as you do start to do them in gameplay, that you're doing them safely. I feel like practicing them during gameplay without having been practicing them out of gameplay is like not necessarily the most responsible time to do it. How's your apex jump? I am not typically a person who does a lot of apex jumping in real time. I also don't Mm -hmm. spend as much time jamming. So Mm -hmm. strictly jumping the apex for points isn't necessarily my job. However, Mm -hmm. I do find myself reverse jumping the apex as in I am trying to draw a jammer back and there is no room to skate safely. But like between your opponents as they are trying to play offense on you or blocking your own jammer. And sometimes blockers also have to do these jumps, also jumping yeah. over downed players. The mechanics are often the same. Yeah, it's so true. So like everything that we're talking about with this concept of leaping with a single leg up in the air over a period of, of distance and then landing safely it applies to a lot more areas than just apex jumps. And I think that you had a really good point about, you know, blockers are 100% using this going backwards. But the, the big thing is when you're going in the opposite direction and you're jumping over the apex in that direction, you'll do everything opposite. Flipped, yes. <laughs> Flipped. Sweet. So, um, Cindy, you want to talk a little bit about, like, what muscles we're using to do this and then how when we have skaters that come into crash course that are working on apex jumps, what kind of moves and stuff are you putting into their workouts? And just real quick note, for those of you guys that are listening, this month, each week on Thursday, we will release another video with the explanations on how to do each of these movements. So make sure you follow me on Instagram, that you have notifications turned on for when we do new posts or mark it in your calendar if you want to. 
but every Thursday we'll be releasing a new one of these exercises this month for you guys. Yeah, for sure. We'll go over this verbally here, but for those of you who are anything like me and you're a verbal learner and a visual learner, and you also need to write things down and take a lot of notes, we will also provide you with the visual demonstrations. That being said, the, the apex jump training for the apex jump is a lot. And we could do an entire other mini episode, and maybe we should, on the on-skate components of breaking these phases down and how you yeah. can train and get your reps in on the approach by itself, the takeoff as well as the landing. For off-skates training purposes, we think about the muscle groups that are being used. And yes, you are flinging your entire body into the air, so you require your entire body. However, some primary muscle groups that we're using here are the posterior chain, your glutes, your hip complex, your hamstrings, your calves, also your core. As you mm -hmm. do that, that flight in midair and you need all of your core, which, as we have said in other videos, is not just your, your pretty abs. It's the entire trunk of your body and then some. So we're talking front and back, a little bit high, a little bit low. All of that needs to be worked off skates. So I have my three favorite exercises, and these are the things we'll do demos for you guys coming out soon. The first one being uh, jump lunges. So obviously, there's going to be a lot of jumping. Surprise. You're training for apex <laughs> jumps you're going to be jumping. You're going to be leaving the ground. Jump training in general is so important for all derby athletes because it's not training to leave the ground. It's not just that. It's also training how to absorb impact once you land again. It's also for you guys who are blockers who think you're never going to need an apex jump. By training your jumps, training takeoff and landing specifically, you are also training your body and conditioning your body to be able to take impact and force from unexpected places. So it's not just leaving the ground and landing on the ground. It's people hitting you or hitting other people. This training is going to help with all of that. So jump lunges. Jumping lunges. <laughs> we love them. We love to hate them. We love to hate them. So also called switch lunges, right? There's This is one of those moves where you might find a couple different names for it. But essentially, mm -hmm. you're going to get yourself into a good lunge position where you are, your one foot is in front of the other, but not directly in line. So if you want, start with a neutral stance with your feet shoulder width apart. And let's say for the purposes of this verbal explanation, take your right foot and extend it forward into your lunge. Okay, from there, bend your knees a little bit, wiggle a little bit, do whatever you need to do to make sure your, your foundational balance is there, you're not falling over sideways, because you are then going to, as my head of training likes to say, engage your muscles mentally. So flex your hamstrings, flex your glute, really think about how you're tightening your muscles, and then you're going to jump, you're going to propel yourself off the ground, switch your feet, so that one foot, the left foot is now in front and you're going to land in your lunge with your left foot in front of your body. Awesome. So just like we would be doing in that sort of takeoff situation, what are you doing with their arms? I would say, I always say switch your arms from one way to the next. So if my right leg is forward, my left arm is bent and forward. And as I switch, I'm moving, I'm switching arms as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Jump lunges, I feel like are one of those like go-tos that just overall, like if you're doing anything in roller derby, like adding jumping lunges in is such a huge piece of it because get like, we've been talking about a lot, like getting comfortable on one foot is so important and doing something where you're moving yourself sort of 
into a sort of off balance type of situation to then have to land and catch it is so good for not just your skating ability, but your ability to take hits, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And for anyone with wonky knees, maybe you're dealing with a knee thing, you can roll this back a little bit and you can break it down. And instead of doing like a straight jump, you can give yourself a little hop with your back foot and swing your back foot to the front. So it's almost a step. It's like combining a step with a jump. And that'll make it yeah. a little bit softer, a little bit uh, safer, less strenuous on your knees while you're working on your knee strength. Awesome. What was your second one? All right. So the second one is a favorite of both of ours. And yeah. it is the explosive single leg step up. There's Dude, when I was like heavy into training for like, playoffs and champs and stuff i swear to god i was doing these like three days a week because yeah. they're just they're so fucking good for you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so this is going to require something for you to step up onto highly recommend it be an actual box i know for a lot of our step up movements i'm always a big proponent of use what you have so a step a box or a chair for this particular move because it is kind of explosive try mm -hmm. to use a piece of equipment that is made for it a plyo box is important. Another good way you can do is if you have a park nearby, yes. if, if it's the right, if it's the right height for you, like a sealed to the ground mm -hmm. park bench is also a good height for this stuff. Yeah. And what is a good height for you? A good height for you is a height that is going to challenge you. So for me, yeah. it is making sure that the height is whatever causes when I'm stepping up onto it. When I lift my leg, my knee is above my hip complex at the mm -hmm. very minimum. So for this move, you're going to get yourself a bench or a box, and you're going to stand in front of it facing what you're going to be stepping up onto. Then you are going to, let's say, anchor your left foot first to the ground real quick, and you're going to lift with your left leg. You're going to lift your left leg onto the box. You're going to plant your foot, and you are not just going to low-key casually step up onto this box. <laughs> you are going to press your weight into your right foot and push yourself up onto the box and you're going to bring your left leg up almost into a knee drive thinking of driving your knee up into the air yeah i think a key piece with this one too is a lot of times what we want to do is kind of cheat it by using that foot that's on the ground to propel us into the air but really really try as you're doing this movement to use that elevated leg to press up and then similarly on the way down, like making sure these are really controlled, controlled resets to the floor back into an athletic position. Just like we were talking about landing an apex jump with that like bent knee ready to receive the, the impact. Thinking about that as you're doing these explosive single leg step ups also. That's such a good point, Chrissy. And I think it can be applied to so many exercises and movements. We have a tendency... And we as like people in general have a tendency mm -hmm. to take some of these moves, especially, especially single leg moves or split stance moves and cheat it because oftentimes yeah. we're dealing with major or minor muscle imbalances. So the, the act of cheating is really just relying on muscles that may feel a bit more comfortable, maybe a little bit more developed doing this mm -hmm. move and really mentally focusing on the power coming from the elevated leg is going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel harder. You may at first feel like it's slow and weak, but this is how you get powerful jumps. This is also exactly. how you train away some muscle imbalances. Yeah. And again, the single leg stuff is so huge for the muscle imbalances. Sweet. 
What do we got for number three? Oh, number three. These are skater jumps. And a skater jump is essentially a side-to-side sort of leap from one side to the other, where you're carrying the, the following foot behind your body into that cute little skater stance or a curtsy lunge, if you will. But we have ad- adapted this to get some forward momentum and to think about, again, applying it to the arc of an apex jump. And these are diagonal skater jumps. So from your neutral stance, instead of leaping laterally into what you would consider a standard skater jump, you are, imagine, I love doing this on a derby track if you can. So start in, say, lane two and try to leap 10 feet into lane three, five to 10 feet. Try to try to gauge yourself on your distance. Try to get distance if you can. And when you land, so if you're leaping from lane two to lane three, you're leaping and you're landing on your right foot and you're carrying that left foot and bringing it behind your body into that skater position, that speed position, also known as the curtsy lunge. And then making sure that your balance is still good, making sure that you're mentally engaging your muscles, you're going to immediately leap back into lane two, another five to 10 feet. So you're going in different directions. You're not just going in the same direction as you do these. Right. And a a key piece, at least for me, when I'm focusing on doing any kind of a skater jump, whether it's diagonal or lateral, is I focus on with my landing, sticking my landing with that back extended foot off the ground. So bonus extra credit is when you make that leap, you land in that that front leg, and as that back leg shoots behind you and is stretched out, try to maintain your balance using that front leg. So like we were talking about, again, with these soft landings, we're, what we're doing is we're training these muscles, we're training the core, we're training the glutes to hold your body when you make those landings. Not that you're going to land in a, in a curtsy lunge when you're when you're on the track but it's it's just training those those landing muscles yeah absolutely this is a compound move that is helping us develop this balance so you may feel unbalanced and if you do Mm -hmm. feel unbalanced when you begin know that everyone started that way and also slow it down reduce your range of motion if 10 feet is causing you to topple over reduce it to five feet reduce it to three feet make sure that you're working on your stance propelling yourself into the air and landing and then as you get comfortable with that it's sort of a circle of force so you are producing force by jumping in the direction that you're going into you are receiving force and impact as you land on the ground and then you are taking that force and redirecting it to immediately leave the ground again and leap in the other direction yeah, and what that does too, right? Because when we land on the after an apex jump, you're not landing and just celebrating gloriously and standing there. You're landing and you're scrambling to get out of whatever you've just landed into. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing those quick movements back and forth like that is preparing you for that kind of reaction time. Awesome. Well, hopefully this has been helpful for those of you guys that are working on apex jumps. If you have skills that you're working on and you would like customized programming, you can reach out to us anytime on christycrash.com. We build workouts. We help you change your entire freaking life. We'll help you get your life in order. We will help you love yourself more. We will help you eat like an athlete. We will help you become the best, most glorious version of yourself. But hopefully this stuff was helpful. If you have questions, please reach out. If there are topics you want us to cover, please comment in the comment section of the post. And while you're there, maybe leave us a star rating because that helps us reach more athletes because life is a contact sport and she who touches the most lives wins. 
and we are here to just help raise the I don't even know raise the tide raise the tide of all the roller derby boats in the water so that everyone can be better and the sport can be better and then everything will be awesome so have a good one you guys we'll catch you in the next episode <laughs>